Hello, and welcome to Makers Creative Chat While You Create. Well, today is Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas to those who celebrate that, and Happy Hanukkah. I believe tonight is the second or third night of Hanukkah, and I do believe Kwanzaa is coming up. So if you celebrate those things, um, I hope you have a wonderful time. And uh, that's kind of what I want to talk about is I'm 55, so I've seen this huge change in how uh, Christmas is celebrated. Always Christmas in my house was about a tree and a turkey. And as my kids are getting older, they don't need as much. And we are at the point of our lives where I'm 55 and my husband's 60. So we're more looking at not consuming things and getting rid of things. So I'm really hoping that this spring I can have a really big garage sale. I, I'm really in this purging mood, um, have been for uh, several years actually. And it's just a matter of getting up and doing it. So along with uh, the Christmas and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, uh, festivities. We also have New Year's coming and I love New Year's. New Year's and September are just these great wonderful times because September always reminds me of when school starts and you have your new books and things like that and September is always this you know end of summer new things happening for school and uh, New Year's is the same thing. And and yes, I make New Year's resolutions. And sometimes I keep them and sometimes I don't. Last year, my New Year's resolution was to lose some weight. And I'll t I want to tell you a little bit about my weight story. I was always a bit of a chubby kid around maybe around like um, 12, I started gaining weight. And there are uh, it, took me about 40 years to figure out why I did that and I have figured it out and maybe one day I'll do a podcast on um, kind of the mental health issues that I had to deal with and the things that happened in my life around the time I was 12 that uh, kind of made me start to overeat a little bit. It was very comforting. I overate for, for comfort and I got larger and larger and larger and then in my 20s I got uh, got married when I was 25 and I was thin and I, I was thin most of my 20s. And then when I had my daughter, I guess I was just turned 29 and I was uh, fairly heavy. I think by the time when I was nine months pregnant, I was 210. And when she was born, like I went under 200, but I, I didn't go much under that. I didn't lose a lot of weight because of course she was born very ill with uh, heart problems. So I went back to my comfort eating and uh, just continued to bounce around that 200, uh, 200 pound mark when she was little. So that's the uh, like 93, 94. And then in 98, she was going to start school and I really didn't want to be the fat mom. So uh, I guess it was January 98 she, my daughter had had three surgeries over her first uh, three, four years. And then in January 98, it was her final surgery where the cardiologist said to us, you know, there's like, she will need a transplant. 
she, she was uh, just four years old and she will need a transplant probably in her mid twenties, but for now go home, live your life and enjoy and don't make, you know, the, the whole cardiac thing, your life, it's just a part of your life, a part of the, the story. And that was wonderful advice. And almost immediately I started losing weight. And I think what that was, is I was holding on to so much stress and in, in the form of weight. And so by that time, January, 2010, I was, or not, not 2010, <laughs> January, 1998, I was about 210 pounds and I got on the treadmill and every night um, I, I did six days a week of doing 25 minutes of just walking on the treadmill and I was dieting in the form of counting calories. I just used math and uh, how, how I did it. And if you're going to lose weight, please consult a doctor and you don't necessarily do what I did. And this and what I did worked for me at the time, but I had to uh, change up things as I got older and as time went along. And basically, I counted calories, making sure that I was getting, you know, lots of fruits and veggies and lots of healthy fats. And I was trying to be good with sugar and just bought over. By the time she started school, I had lost almost 100 pounds. So that was from January to September. And that was hardly cheating at all, like hardly ever cheating at all. And I was very committed to it. I know that it was my mind that did it. I was very mindful, uh, opposed to what I usually fall back on is just comfort, comfort food, not even thinking, just eating. So I with this mindfulness that I, that I had and with Emily starting school in September and me losing so much weight, I thought, you know what, if I can, if I can prove to myself, if I can teach aerobics, so this is 98 and aerobics is still really big. And if I can teach an aerobics class, that would prove to me that I'm quite fit. So when Emily started school in September, I started school. And I took um, courses where I got certified as a fitness instructor. And almost immediately, and I hadn't really even finished when I started phoning around different um, like women's gyms and things like that. And I got a job before I actually even graduated from this course. And I'm sure, like, I always think, I went into it thinking, I need to remember these people and apologize to them because this is my first class and I'm basically doing the same, you know, five minute routine over and over and over again for an hour. And it went very well. And I loved it. I, you know, while Emily was in school, she, you know, so what's that like, you know, eight 30 to 11, 11 30, I would teach, uh, five days a week. You know, I would do one or two classes in the morning while she was at school and it was great. And then I would do a couple of nights a week while my husband was home to watch her. And, I accidentally got a job basically is I did. I, when Emily was born sick right away, we knew I would be staying home with her. And then when she started school, I ended up working part-time, which I um, was, was kind of an accidental happy thing. So then um, from there I taught for several years and then my son was born in 2000 and I went right back to work uh 
teach like he was like three weeks old and I was out teaching uh, fitness classes and while all that was going along I started uh, I took actually this was kind of funny as well this is accidental stuff is after my son Evan was born and I'd gone back to teaching when he was about three weeks old just a couple a couple of nights a week not a lot and then when he was maybe about five or six months old, I thought, you know what, I want to do something for, for me, but of course bring him because my kids came to all the work, every, all the work things that I ever did, my kids came to. And so I decided I would like to take yoga and like baby yoga so I can bring my, my son. So I found a, a really great uh, yoga studio that had like a mom and me yoga thing. So I phoned them up and uh, this is, I, they didn't have online things at the time. So I phoned them up and I asked them, you know, you know, all about their program, their, their yoga, you know, mommy and me stuff. So, and in the conversation, I told them my background as a fitness instructor and they said, we are looking for, uh, instructors out in Mississauga, out in, uh, the area just West of Toronto that I live. Cause they were right in, in downtown Toronto. And they said, if we, give you the free um, yoga teacher training. Would you work for us? So that was, it was serendipitous, but it was just awesome. So I took my yoga training um, in Toronto through them and uh, didn't get to have a mom and me yoga experience with my son as a participant, but I got very many years as uh, as an instructor. So I taught yoga, I taught art, and I taught fitness. And I always did these uh, classes when my children were either in school or I can bring them or at night when my husband was home. So I had the, you know, so I was very fit. I um, started, I got to the point that, you know, I'm getting a little older. I was in my mid to late thirties at the time. So, you know, my body's changing. And then what had happened is I started teaching more yoga and more art classes, which is not a lot of cardio. So I'm not burning a lot of calories. Like I was teaching like, you know, 14 step classes a week. So what, what happened is I was eating less and less and less. And it got to the point where I was, really questioning if I had uh, an eating disorder. And because what I would do is I would eat the same things every day. And I would get up, I would measure my cereal. I used to eat, um, what was it? Those puffs. Wheat, puff wheat, puff wheat. I used to eat puffed wheat and I would measure it out and I would put skim milk in it and half a banana and that would be breakfast. Lunch was two rice cakes and dinner was either a bowl of soup or um, a salad or like a, a, a dietary quick food, like a lean cuisine or something like that. That's just not enough calories. That's like, I don't, I, I wasn't doing a thousand calories a day, but I was 120 pounds, you know, and five foot six. So that, and, and just full of muscle. And so I started to question, I thought, no, this is not right. And then, you know, some life things happened and to the, the point that uh, I was becoming increasingly depressed and had a lot of anxiety and panic attacks to the point where I, I never wanted to, when I was diagnosed with 
uh, depression and anxiety disorder. And my doctor suggested that I take um, antidepressants. And I really didn't want to because I'd seen people in my life abuse things like that. And I didn't want to be one of those. And I'm in a fa- I come from a family of addicts. So I really, I really fought going on any type of med. But finally, it, it got to the point where I, it was like, you know what, I need this. So I went on a med and uh, it saved my life. It's a wonderful med. Um, it works for me, but a part of the side effect was weight gain. And I'm sure the first, say, 20 or 30 pounds was, you know, the side effect. But the rest of the weight that I gained was probably cookies. You know, things, my chemistry was changing. I was getting older. And in three months, I gained 100 pounds. And it was super hard to, to teach fitness classes. So, um, you know, the step classes went um, by the wayside. And then um, I was basically just doing uh, yoga classes and art classes and eating every anything that I wanted, which is wrong. You shouldn't do that. And I, and, uh, but that, that's what I did. And I kept that going for several, for several years. And then about 10 years ago, I lost 50 pounds and I was really going, it was like, okay, I'm back on this. It was just a matter of watching weight and doing a little bit of exercise because, you know, again, so at the time I was 45 years old and um, just not physically fit. I had some uh, bone issues uh, coming in that, that were, uh, I was trying to get those diagnosed and, and so they're, you know, different, different health problems as we all tend to have, you know, going into our forties. And, um, I, I had, like I said, lost that 50 pounds, but then somehow just that creeped back on, you know, maybe a year or something like that after that, that creeped back on. So I got to the point where I stayed, you know, say a, a 2X size, you know, sometimes a 3X depending, where um, I was just comfortable with that. It was like, that was fine. You know, by this time I was just teaching like art classes. So there was, um, I was very happy eating all the crap that I was eating. Like I, I eat very well. I eat extremely healthy, but then I add a lot of you know, um, I'm a sugar addict. I add a lot of that onto, uh, uh, the healthy food that I eat and I just love food. I just love it. And, but then what happened last, this is going back to, uh, resolutions last January, I made a resolution. I'm want to lose weight. You know, I'm, I'm 55 now, but I just turned 54 and it was like, you know what? I need to lose weight. I am borderline diabetic and I'm on blood pressure medication now. So it's like, okay, that's, we got to get rid of that. Stop that. So I'd lost just from, you know, basically just cutting out sugars and things like that. I dropped 25 pounds almost right away. And then just kind of went along the, the rest of the year. Um, not particularly paying a lot of attention to what I was eating, you know, a little bit of mindfulness, but that 25 pounds stayed off, which was great. And then sometime during the summer, I'd got back on the scale and I went, whoa, I lost another 10 pounds somewhere. And I didn't, don't know where that came, you know, where that came off of. 
And then this week I got on the scale again because my pants were falling down and, and lo and behold, I'd lost another 10 pounds. So in 2019, I lost 45 pounds. So 25 was on purpose and 20 just kind of came off. Now, this is really strange is because it kind of goes back to in 1998 when the doctor said, that's it. Um, you know, Emily, just go on, live your life. We've done everything we can, all the surgeries we can until she needs, Emily needs her heart transplant. And then when, you know, that happens, that happens and, you know, you just live that type of thing. And then I'd lost all that weight. Like I'd lost that hundred pounds as soon as it was like, okay, go live your life. That's all we can do right now until the heart transplant. Well, she had her heart transplant in May. So almost seven months ago, which is this, the same time frame that I lost 20 pounds without really doing anything. So I think those are related because I, I, I must, I must really hold on to that, that type of stress because I usually say I'm, I'm not, it doesn't stress me because worrying is not an, like, that's not an active thing. Worrying and it, it, it solves nothing. And so I try not to, to really worry. I'm not much of a worrier, but I know that just the, you know, having a, having a child with such a serious heart problem, even though she's an adult that I must be stressed somehow. So that's where I figured the, uh, the weight stayed on is staying, is being stressed, um, you know, with, with, uh, the heart disease and then all, and then when she got her transplant and then boom, I dumped 20 pounds on top of the 25 that I meant to drop. It was like, ah, I think I, something's going on here. So yesterday I decided to be mindful again and start to watch uh, my intake. And so, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm just this sugar junkie and here it is Christmas Eve and our house is full of cookies and chocolates and crap, you know, type of thing. And I really did. I didn't want anything. And uh, yesterday I did, I had one cookie with a cup of tea, which is not six cookies and a cup of tea with a load of sugar type of thing is I, and I really enjoyed it. I had nice herbal tea and I, and I had one cookie and it was great. And, um, I bought some sorbet instead of ice cream and, and just going to switch things up a little bit. Oh, we might have an issue here. I got the cat and the dog both in front of me. They have personality problems. Anyway, so you'll hear, you'll hear if there's a, an issue. So where I am now is uh, a week away from a whole new year and lots of resolu more resolutions. And I have, um, like, I've come to the end, end of the year and go, wow, I did complete that resolution. So I'm going to do it again. I'm going to resolve that I would like to lose 25 more pounds by April. So I can do that. So that's, or even in April. So that's like two and a half months, let's say, or, or January, February, March. So three and a half months. I think that's doable. I'm going to eventually dust off my, um, I have a really great treadmill and I'm going to dust off the treadmill and uh, get back on that probably next week. I'm really in this mindful mood to lose the weight. I'm going to do it healthy. 
without rice cakes and measuring puffed wheat. And uh, I'm going to enjoy my food. Like yesterday, I enjoyed my food. I had a nice, a nice dinner last night with, um, I, I, with all, you know, the fixings and everything, but my portions were smaller. So, uh, stay tuned. I'm sure I will probably, um, update you, uh, about uh, my fitness level. And once I, I know I'll lose this 25 pounds, I could feel it. So once I, I'm down to there, down to that weight, that will put me in, say, a regular, like a size large off the rack type of thing. And I, I'm, I'm a tall person. I've always been big. So I'm okay not being 120 pounds again. That was just way too hard to, to do. Plus add on the health issues that I have. I think it's impossible to do. So I will, I don't want to be 120 pounds anymore. If I can bounce around a size medium, size large, um, in women's clothing, I'm very happy. So that's, that's that. And, uh, please, if you want to, uh, share your story as well, you can come on over to our Facebook group and it is, um, I guess, what is it? Facebook.com slash groups slash makers podcast. Come on over. I'll let you in. You do have to request. There's no questions, but I just, I just like to kind of meet everybody that comes in. So come on over there and we can maybe share some of our stories about our love of arts and crafts and some lifestyle changes. As far as arts and crafts go, I have had the hankering to make some leg warmers and I, I run hot all the time. So even though I love knitting, I, I like to be cool. Like I all have the window open in the winter. I like to be cold. I enjoy cold. I don't like hot. So, um, I've been wanting to make some leg warmers. I finished some cup holders and I'm, I'm almost finished a knitted skirt. And then once I finish that knitted skirt, I have another one that I forgot about and I just found. So, so it's really pretty. It's in Fair Isle. So that, that's nice. I don't know why, but all of a sudden, a ton of my uh, crochet and knit patterns sold this weekend, this past weekend. Um, maybe they were for Christmas presents. And uh, so that was really neat on Ravelry. I'm Patterns by Sandra on Ravelry. And I'm going to be signing off in a moment, but I want to give you my contact information. You can email Sandra, S-A-N-D-R-A, at Sandra Clark, S-A-N-D-R-A-C-L-A-R-K-E dot C-A. You can visit the website, Sandra Clark, with an E on the end of Clark, dot C-A. Come on over to uh, Instagram. I'm Sandra.Clark.Canada. Um, but I'm very active on Facebook. I love my Facebook. I wish you the best 2020 that you can have. I hope that your 2019 fulfilled any expectations that you had at the beginning of the year. And I really hope that 2020 is everything that you want from the year. Have a great Christmas if you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, and uh, Kwanzaa, and Happy New Year. <laughs>